Please welcome the 43rd President of the United States of America, George W. Bush. And catching George W. Bush's ceremonial first pitch of Game 1 of the 2023 World Series, a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame, one of the greatest catchers of all time, Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. President Bush, when you're ready, fire a strike to Pudge Rodriguez. And, as seen on Fox Sports, 11 innings later, the Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-5 in Game 1 of this year's World Series. And then the Rangers won the World Series. Perhaps George W. Bush was their lucky charm. Because, as you'll hear in this episode of C-SPAN's Podcast The Weekly, former President Bush has a long history with baseball and the Texas Rangers. Before we get to this week's episode, we want to take a minute to ask you for your help. Your financial support will ensure that C-SPAN can continue to produce podcasts that inform you about national politics, introduce you to the latest nonfiction books, and provide valuable historical context to today's news. Make a donation today and be a part of C-SPAN's future. Visit cspan.org slash donate. This year marked the fourth time George W. Bush has thrown a ceremonial first pitch at a World Series game, and it was his first time for the opening game of a series. On October 30th, 2001, after the terror attacks of 9-11, President Bush threw out the first pitch before Game 3 in Yankee Stadium. Famously, he threw a hard strike straight over home plate. Just like this year, the Arizona Diamondbacks lost that game, 2-1 to to the New York Yankees, which makes the Diamondbacks now 0-2 in World Series games in which George W. Bush throws out the ceremonial first pitch, and both times losing by one run. After the Rangers won this year's World Series, George Bush said, As a Texas Rangers fan, I am thrilled for the Texas Rangers tonight. I congratulate the owners, the managers, and coaching staff, the front office, and the entire organization. And of course, I congratulate the players of this awesome team on winning the first World Series in our club's history. This was baseball at its finest, and Laura and I are proud of this team. Notably, George Bush singled out the owners. He was once a part owner himself. In 1988, George Bush headed the group that bought the Rangers. He was managing general partner through November 1994. That's when he stepped down to become governor of Texas. In 1991, C-SPAN interviewed George W. Bush about being part owner of a baseball team. Those were tough times for the Texas Rangers. As we speak, <clears throat> unfortunately for you, you're, you've just lost eight games. Right. Um, what about the ups and downs of this business? I yeah. mean, you, you've been in politics. You watched that. How do you stay up as the managing director of a baseball team when you've lost eight straight games? Well, it's tough. Uh, right before I walked in here, I ate a, ate a glass. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a tough, it's tough. We had won 14 at one point during this season, a while back. And, uh, well, we thought we were magic and geniuses. And sure enough, we turned out and had a bad losing streak. Um, I think you play it like you do any, there's, there's two aspects of it. One is the personal aspect, and I just think that's seasoning. I have been disappointed before. When we first bought the team, we came roaring out of the gate like at 14 and four. Well, I thought I was, you know, Mr. Magic, you know, magic touch. And then lo and behold, we won seven out of 28 games or something like that, went into the tank. And what what never, year was this? 89. 89. And never recovered. Um, we got a better team now than we did then. And uh, we've had some injuries, and just things didn't go the way we wanted them to go. And it's it's actually a pretty pretty wonderful life experience to be a, 
to pace yourself, pace yourself emotionally, to be patient, something I need to learn, by the way, and not to allow the mood swings to affect your daily life. And unfortunately, you know, my family and the dog cower after a, uh, after a game, because I confess sometimes I get grumpy when we lose games we shouldn't lose, but I'm learning better to pace myself. Now, the other aspect that's important is how do you deal with the public? Because this is, the, unlike any other business I can think of, this is a privately held partnership, but the public thinks they own it, and do it in, in, in a small way, I mean, a piece of those Texas Rangers. And that's what we want. We want people, our fans from all over the state, saying, I own a piece of that club. Not only am I gonna go see them, but I'm gonna root for them and follow them. And so you have to do what I think good politicians do. And this is lessons I learned that I can transfer from the political field to the, to the baseball field. One is talk to your fans. That means you got to have a good relationship with the press. And no matter how ugly the columnists get about us, which they do, that you got to realize that without them, we can't talk to the press, I mean, to our fans. we got to have good press relations. And so I work hard to make sure that the people in the press view me as a person that's going to shoot straight with them, but understands that we have a working relationship, that, that they need me and I need them in order to do what I need to do best, which is to communicate with our, our fans. And then you lay out the message and the strategy. How does the Texas Rangers intend to compete with a club like the New York Yankees that have got you know, much more money than we do to spend? Now, remember what he said about the Yankees. We'll come back to his thoughts on his rival team in a moment. But first, George W. Bush also talked about his own political plans. Look at your own personal future. Um, help us, uh, you, governorship, 94, 98. Uh, Could be. Well, other just, things besides baseball? Well, not right now. Short term would be the 92 presidential election. Campaign? Not, you bet. You bet. What would you like to do differently in 92 than you did in 88? Live in Texas as opposed to Washington uh, and do some surrogate work, but not six stops a day the way I did it. But I'll be involved with it. The next year, August 16th, 1992, George W. Bush joined C-SPAN again as his father ran for re-election. The younger Bush was in Houston, preparing for the Republican National Convention. Last time we talked, you said you might run for governor in this state. No, I think you said I might run for governor. <laughs> I don't think I said that. Okay. I think I asked you that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you, st- are you still thinking about it? Not really. I'm focused on George Bush and, and the pennant. And uh, right now, i got to tell you that George Bush's election looks a little better than the pennant, believe it or not. We're having a struggling for the Texas Rangers. What's wrong with the Rangers? Uh, I guess management, ownership. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. We're not hitting the ball. Our stars, frankly, just didn't have good years. Julio Franco was hurt. Ruben Sierra drove in eight RBIs in July, and, and Rafi Palmera has hit in 260. And last year, those three guys were three, four, and five in hits in the American League. And uh, when you take that kind of offensive firepower out of the middle of your lineup, it's really hard to compete in a tough division. So. How do you keep both these balls in the air, both the Texas Rangers and your father's <laughs> election? You just, I don't know, have a good mother, I guess. <laughs> George W. Bush, thank you very much for joining us. Brian, always a pleasure. George W. Bush won the Texas governor race in 1994. Then he ran for president. In a January 7th, 2000 Republican presidential candidates debate, Bush was asked, what is the biggest mistake you made as an adult? As you may remember, I was in the business world at one time. I was the managing partner, general, uh, managing general partner of the mighty Texas Rangers. I signed off on that wonderful transaction, Sammy Sosa for Harold Baines.
On March 30th, 2001, President Bush welcomed baseball Hall of Famers to the White House and mentioned the Sammy Sosa trade again. And of course, big Texas here, and, and Ruth, thank you all for coming. Friends of ours who remind us of some glorious days we had in baseball. The reason I like to keep Nolan around is he is a reminder that when we got done with the Sammy Sosa trade, there was still some talent left on the Rangers. <laughs> Trading Sammy Sosa was still on President Bush's mind when he spoke a few days later to newspaper editors. Of course, with a lot of attention you get as the president, you occasionally get criticism, and I understand that. And You know, I, I admit I take it pretty well. After all, I was in baseball. But... I, uh, I wish some of the stories had come out differently. And so, in the spirit of constructive criticism, I thought I'd make some suggestions to you as to some of the headlines I'd like to see in the future. Cheney, Ch- Cheney cloned. President has nothing to do at all now. <laughs> Two million overlooked ballots suggest Bush won California. <laughs> Sri Lanka President Chandrika Kumar Atunga, <coughs> stumped by name of U.S. President. <laughs> Gephardt says Bush tax plan just makes sense. And finally, Sammy Sosa returns to the Rangers, <laughs> says, I want to go home. Now, back to George W. Bush and the Yankees. As we noted earlier, in October 2001, President Bush threw out that opening pitch at the World Series. The Yankees ended up losing that series to the Diamondbacks. But earlier that year, he also was with the Yankees at the White House. May 4th, 2001, welcoming the champion Yankees who beat the Mets in the 2000 World Series. Well, it's my honor to welcome the Mighty Yanks to the Rose Garden, a team that broke my heart many a time as the honor of the Texas Rangers. No World Series for the Yankees in 2002. On May 27, 2003, President Bush welcomed the World Series winning Anaheim Angels to the Rose Garden. He offered these words to new team owner Artie Moreno. I really want to uh, congratulate uh, the team owners. First, I want to congratulate you, Artie, for being an owner of the team. It's pretty quick how things happen here in America. You buy the team, now you're at the White House. <laughs> but I think you'll... Uh, I think you and Carol will love baseball. I know Laura and I and really enjoyed our time with the mighty Texas Rangers, although somewhat disappointed by the fact that we never actually got to come to the White House. But at least we're all in the American League West. How about that? <laughs> On May 4th, 2008, President Bush delivered the commencement address at Greensburg High School in Kansas. It was exactly one year after a tornado destroyed the town. I am honored to be at Greensburg High School, home of the Rangers. As some of you may know, I used to be one of the owners of a baseball team with that name. So from one Ranger fan to another, I give you this message. Beat them up, beat them up, GHS. And another mention of the Rangers later in George Bush's final year as president. The next month, June 18, 2008, 
at a Republican fundraiser. This is my eighth president's dinner, also known as my last dinner before mandatory retirement. <laughs> Can't say for sure what I'm going to be doing next year. I suspect I'll be in Crawford watching the Rangers on TV. But I know what you'll be doing. You'll be holding this dinner in honor of a new guest, President John McCain. After he was president, George W. Bush continued to throw out ceremonial first pitches at World Series in 2010 before Game 4 in Texas and in 2017 before Game 5 in Houston. For both games, he was joined by his father, former President George H.W. Bush, which gives us an opportunity to hear Bush 41 talk about the Texas Rangers, too. After all, as president, George H.W. Bush had a dog named Ranger. Here's George H.W. Bush addressing the Texas legislature shortly after becoming president, April 26, 1989. Texas is starting to feel like its old self again. And there's a feeling now that anything is possible. Not standing here trying to underestimate the problems of education or health or urban blight, but there is a new feeling abroad. Who knows? The Astros might win in the National League, and yes, under enlightened new leadership, the Texas Rangers might even win in the American League. And November 10th, 1989, talking to realtors in Dallas. And of course, I'm delighted that the mother of the Texas Rangers boss is here today. My wife, Barbara, the Silver Fox. <laughs> On July 18th, 1994, then former President George H.W. Bush was in Cleveland. He spoke at a birthday celebration for Ohio's Republican governor, George Voinovich. Thank you all so very much for the warm welcome. I know all of you are rooting for the Texas Rangers tonight against the Cleveland Indians. Well, so I didn't read that one like I didn't read the election in 92 very well. But nevertheless, please don't root too hard against my kid. We need the money. At the time, his kid was still managing general partner of the Texas Rangers, which leads to this episode's bonus clip. We return to C-SPAN's 1991 interview with George W. Bush. Baseball is America. I mean, if you want to be associated with what's truly American and you're a politician, you better get close to baseball. President Bush urged politicians to get close to baseball. Many do. To hear more politicians talk more baseball, you should get close to the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use a search bar on top. Search World Series or your favorite baseball team or members of Congress talking about their favorite baseball team or just use the word baseball. Yes, take us all out to the C-SPAN video library. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. Thanks for listening and happy searching.